Arsenal Loud Boys, everybody. We are happy Memorial Day. Just want to salute. Let's salute the troops first. Let's go around the horn and salute the troops first of all. Um, we are back with a special episode. We got a nice little guest here. We're going to talk about Videodrome. And who better to talk about horror movies than the host of Zach Amico's Midnight Spook Show? His name escapes me. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Zach Amico's here, everybody. Thank you for having me, gentlemen. It's, uh, it's nice that I've created this little niche for myself as the, yeah. the horror movie comic. Yeah, yeah. Is that it? Yeah, That's I like cool. it. There's worse niches. You could be like a puppet guy or uh, I don't know. Blogger. Blogger, yeah. yeah you, could just be, <laughs> you could just be a loser, but yeah. Political Dalton and I look like we dressed each other before the show, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. Hey, Joe. Hey, Dalton. How you guys doing? What's up, man? How are you? Yo, what's up? Dalton, you sound underwater right now. I do? Yeah. What's going on? Uh, Zach, do you know the uh, audio specialist comedian? <laughs> <laughs> I, before I finish that sentence, I was going to say, yeah, Kurt Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that guy? <laughs> Like I, I know him just from like Facebook mostly. Yeah, just some autistic guy from Facebook. <laughs> yeah, everyone's friends with him. I mean, he posts really funny stuff, but like I've never met him, and he seems. Very, I mean, I, he's autistic. I like it that way. <laughs> yeah, just never meeting this guy. Everyone they're, they're knows much, who he is, though. They're much better through a wall. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny his posts are good, and you're like, this must be like the coolest guy ever. He's so funny, and then like, and then you know, he's just autistic. Whatever. Right, I think on. I think we all are slightly. Any anyone in this line of work has a, has the touch of it. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They're painted a, with the yeah. brush. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. That's why it's called the spectrum. Yeah. True. Anyone who's not autistic in comedy is not funny. Yeah. 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 I think well, I fixed it. Is this better? Ooh, yeah, much better. better. Oh my god. Okay. Sorry about that. All good, man. We're in. That Which, was a very humanizing experience for us. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know, we're humbled. We were we went off we just got off a hot streak and uh, you know, it's been a while since we spent 10 minutes on Dalton's audio issues, but you know, there we go. We're, uh, uh, we're a, Dalton, you look like you're about to do a video where you review expired pork rinds. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's not too far off, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm usually posting horrific meals that I make for myself. Yeah, Dalton will post like most people post nice meals. Dalton will post like, yep, yep. Hey, did you know you could get uh, almond butter on pasta? <laughs> They'll just like post that. No, like, no, no, no. My last one was uh, Vienna sausages on a bed of sweet peas. I like good. the, uh, I like yeah. the uh, peanut butter and jelly on a quesadilla. That was good. That was yeah, really that good. Yeah, that looked great, man. Yeah, dude, I'm a regular um, Guy Fieri. Yeah. Yeah. Alton Brown. Dalton Brown. Yeah, dude. Ooh, Dalton Brown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should be your cooking yeah, one Ma series. Mario Batali. Yeah, Super Mario Batali. Yep. All right, so we're, we're off to the races. We're off to the uh, races. Dalton got mad at me. Wrap in, Zach. Dalton got really yeah. mad at me over the weekend for suggesting uh, William Triple H Macy as a bit on the show. <laughs> I didn't get mad at you. Yeah, no, no, no. I wasn't mad. mad at you. No. He said, because Robbie's always, I do the same thing where you, you think of like a, a dumb pun or whatever, and you like, how about this, guys? And Robbie does that all the time, too. And so I put, I sent him a picture of uh, Russell Crowe from A Beautiful Nine with the blackboard behind him. <laughs> but it was just all these different puns, like, 
Dwayne the Spock Johnson and Steve Erwinkler and just all these different names. And I was like, this is Robbie, guys. And I was like, no, you suck. Like, I, I felt it was so, like, middle. Yeah, you got really defensive. Yeah, it hit me right where it hurts. Cause, I, yeah. I'm <laughs> going to be thinking about Triple H shooting himself in a driveway because he walked in on some guy banging Stephanie. Yeah. Oh, you're going to want that money in the bank there, Laird. <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck. Hey, see, there's oh. some juice in that in that uh, yeah. bit. It's a good – I never said it was a bad bit. <laughs> oh, it is was, a bad bit, but there's – really No, dude. Yeah. When comedy is back in the next, like, decade, when we're finally back, take that on stage, dude. <laughs> Everyone's going to be doing COVID bits. I'll be like, hey, guys, what about William Triple H Macy? That's, a, yeah, that's what will say. A reference from 1995 and 2005. I like that you've defined yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! If I was in the aughts, I'd be so famous right now. If you, yeah, if you were in like the MySpace comedy era, yeah, dude, just like spiky yeah. hair and uh, you know, just like energy with everyone, nothing behind yeah. it. You bitches everyone, would be sucking that dick for it to be in your top eight. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> My agent would Saw be music Tom. intro. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many short sleeved Hawaiian shirts I own? Yeah, check out my MP3s. Yeah, it's a great album. Damn, MySpace really fell off, huh? Just like, yeah, it, it, and like it, they were the yeah they were the good one too. Like they didn't sell your personal data. They didn't know how. I guess you know why I miss it because I miss finding bands. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, we're never gonna have that again. Well, like where you can where you can find bands through other bands that you like. Yeah, that's true. You know, I might be getting older, but I also feel like there's just so much ways to find new music that I get overwhelmed and I just kind of like stick to what I like. These yeah, days. I'm done looking for new music. I, I like the same five albums yeah, that I liked yeah. 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. I, do, I do the same thing, but I also hate that. Like, I'm, I do want to find new shit, but I do find myself just re- pay, I'm paying $10 a month on spotify to listen to like five albums well when i was a kid yeah. finding new music was fucking like i loved it and now it feels like homework and then i like have to be like oh yeah i'm pretending to like playboy cardi it's like no i'll just go fucking listen to <laughs> fucking system of a down again fuck it <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, I, get more, I mean that holds I get, up dude i get way more pleasure out of that than like finding new music these days but i used to like when i was a kid or even a teenager i was yeah. so into like finding new bands and all that stuff well, it's, I think it, it might just be like you're finding what you like more so than like discovering, not necessarily discovering new music, but just discovering like your taste in music. So yeah, I'm, like I'm 32. I am not going to find a genre of music that I didn't know I liked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you're just like looking for like the regular shit, you know? Yeah. Like, you know what you like at this point. Yeah. I also think music yeah, You're not going to turn on like MTV. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to be the 38-year-old like getting into SoundCloud rap either. That's yeah, like, like such a weird look. Yo, dude. Ah, oh, shit. Little baby slaps. It's like, dude, pay your taxes. Uh, yeah. I also feel like I used to get into new music because I love like pitchfork and like music journalism. And now like it's all music journalism just sucks now because it's all like they're clearly like pushing like they write all their reviews before they listen to the albums. These days. I mean, this is a community at large, but pitchfork can suck my dick, man. They gave they gave Uh-oh. Francis the mute a two out of ten. Oh, shit. Yeah, they gave very upsetting. They gave Weezer's Make Believe 0.5, and there's at least two good songs on that album. That's more than 0.5, bitch. Now, Weezer sucks. (laughs) They were right to do that, but how dare they disrespect Nah, dude, Weezer is awesome. You take that back. You take that right back right now. (laughs) Never made a bad album. 
I'm gonna stick with it. No, dude. I I I had tickets to see Green Day, Weezer, and Fallout Boy. Shows canceled. I don't know. This COVID thing feels fucking real now. Dude, I legitimately had it not been for this. They rescheduled the date. I was going to fly to LA to see System of a Down and Faith No More. Oh, that would have been cool. fucking awesome, dude. That would have been awesome. Dude, I was so excited for that. What are they always They're going to be at Barclay. Uh, Faith More and Corn were going to be at Barclays in September. It was that tour, but with System of a Down. Oh, that's going to be so at, uh, a much better show. It was going to be in LA, and I was, I was, Lewis and I were literally trying to book gigs around it to justify going out for the concert. That's fucking you got, awesome. You guys should just open for them. It, it'd be a perfect billing. Yeah, that would be. Did you? Dude, go I see did. Just uh, I did Down a cruise. Syndrome. I did a cruise. I did a, a metal cruise uh, with Jay. I. Uh, it was me, Jay, Ralph. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> P.O.D. Oh, my God. It was like the worst. Oh, Wait, fuck. Who else was on it? Was this Shiprocked? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I've heard And of it that. was like way worse than um, <laughs> Chevelle. Like oh, wow. <laughs> every time I walked by the stage, I would be like, I remember that song from one of my wrestling video games. <laughs> I don't know, dude. That sounds like the hits of the 80s, 90s, and today. <laughs> That's That's funny. Funny. Oh, it's Stone like Sour a- was the other, uh, the oh, other wow. big one on that one. What kind of people were at Ship Rocks? Like, what, what was the clientele like? Absolute animals. Uh, literally, first of all, everyone was so drunk, like, before they even did the safety meeting. Because, like, everybody's, like, when you go on a cruise, they have to, like, tell you where the lifeboats are and shit. And everyone was hammered on it. Oh, my God. Every woman on the boat, there was, like, five hot girls, and I was one of them. Like, every every woman on the boat looked like Greg the Hammer Valentine. (laughs) That's not good when Zach Amico's in the top five, dude. I was the transition Damn. between hot girls and ugly girls. I feel so bad for number six. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shows were good, though. They were? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I'll bet. It was like a 500-seat um, like ballroom-type setup. Oh, dang. And, um, yeah, we, I think we did uh, three podcasts and uh, two stand-up shows. It was really fun. It was me, Big J, and Rob Mayhew. Oh, damn. Lewis wasn't there? That feels no, like I replaced Lewis because he got <laughs> sick the week of. Oh. <laughs> I got COVID-19. <Yeah. laughs> That's actually that be- where it started was on that cruise. That feels like Lewis's <laughs> ideal audience trapped on a boat, unable to leave. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zag, did you go see Mr. Bungle when they were here? No, I did not. and I regret it. It was pretty fucking cool. It yeah, that, that's one I really regret not going to. Yeah, because I'm sure you've listened to their like their studio albums, right? Yeah, yeah. Did, did you ever listen to that demo? Uh, I re- I had heard it, yeah. Because that whole show was just like a thrash show. Like they had uh, Scott Ian and Dave Lombardo with them, and I was like, I was thinking they were gonna play some of the stuff from those albums, but no, the whole show was thrash except for they did a cover of "Summer Breeze" by Seals and Crofts at one point. Gnarly. That was like the only yeah, that was the only moment where it wasn't like a metal show. Yeah, I was, was telling we we I literally on your Facebook yesterday you asked about best shows and I said it's it's uh Jello and the Melvins. That's fucking awesome. The best dude. live show. The Melvins did an hour, then Jello came out in a straight jacket, 
and an hour of half Jelvin shit, half heavy versions of Dead Count of these songs. And then he came back out and he gave this long speech about the greatest songwriters in history and how he had just seen Hank the Third and Hank does all these covers. And he goes, so we're going to honor the one songwriter that is, uh, you know, not mentioned in that book. And they did Rock and Roll McDonald's and it was so fucking good. They hit my two favorite things together, Rock and Roll and McDonald's. (laughs) Do you guys not know Wesley Willis? No, not at all, really. I'm just now getting into like heavy rock. Wesley Willis is a schizophrenic, uh, homeless black guy with a Casio keyboard. uh, That just like, uh, he put out like, 50 records and every song's exactly the same it's just like, like the presets on the casio keyboard <laughs> <laughs> and he was on jello's um record label damn that's awesome for, for robbie and joe are, are you guys familiar with jello no not not the cosby treat <laughs> yeah you guys definitely look like you're you guys look like you're very familiar with Jello. <laughs> yeah, because I, I just I just realized Robbie and Joe probably have no idea what we're th- J- Jello Biafra. He he was the front man for the Dead Kennedys, okay. and nowadays he's kind of gone the Henry Rollins route and does yeah. like spoken word shit. Oh, okay, I know, got okay, it. I know that. Guy. But um, do you guys like Henry that, Rollins? No, no, yeah. I like him. I like him as an actor, and I do not like him as a personality. When I was yeah, like yeah. in middle school, I thought he was really cool, and now I think he's like in absolutely insufferable. Mm. You know what I his, mean? Like, it, well, his th- spoken th- that stick of of like hardcore, you know, sensitive guy. I don't know. It's like annoying to me now. Well, well, his spoken word stuff is so funny. Not because it's like actually good jokes, but because he still stands there like he's in Black Flag. Like he does the hardcore yeah. stance with like the mike cable wrapped around his fist but he's just like so i was at the bank the other day yeah yeah Dude, <laughs> there's no shoes on yeah, yeah. <laughs> poetry fucking sucks <laughs> yeah. well, it's poetry it's just it's like what if stand-up had no jokes which is right most right now, yeah. he's just talking yeah. about his day <laughs> henry yeah. rollins it's like a yeah. one-man podcast henry rollins the net what's the color blue I was right. <laughs> oh man, that trailer for Douglas when she was like, "If you hear cousin Nanette, why?" I'm like, "Good fucking question." <laughs> like, oh boy. Oh man. She, dude, and her, she's regenerating like fuck. She, she pulled like a Mac from Always Sunny. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember her being a fucking house like that. <laughs> yeah, dude, she's got real dumpy. Yeah, dude, I thought she had on like one of those Peter Gabriel sledgehammer suits, and I was like, oh no, <laughs> fucking. I don't know. Apparently, pussy is very high in saturated fats. What if it's like? <laughs> what if it's like? Stop making sense. Where she's just in a way bigger yeah. outfit than she should yeah. be. <laughs> She looks like uh, uh, after Violet took the candy and uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> there goes Man. all my incentive to see Douglas. Yeah. <laughs> Why is your comedy so shitty? <laughs> um. So why are we why are we here, Robbie? You want to tee this up? Well, Hannah Gadsby Douglas yeah. comes out tomorrow, and I thought we would do a yeah. preview episode of it. Uh, just, <laughs> just over. What are we thinking? Uh, we recap Nanette, you know. I thought we were supposed to formally uh, endorse Joe Biden for presidency so we could get the N-word pass. By oh, yeah, that's right. Back. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't like the loud boys, you ain't black. <laughs> uh, no, we... Um... Loud boys is what I call blacks. 
<laughs> now that's the loud. That's the loud fellas. <laughs> Zach, you want to know something funny? Because like the name of the show, we were just goofing on. The name means nothing. We were just talking about the Proud Boys one day, and I was like, "What if we were the Loud Boys?" And they were like, "Okay." And so that was the name of the show. But then we we found out that the Loud Boys is actually like a punk band in DC that are all convicted pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. They like are associated with Comet ping pong too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we're trying to reappropriate the name. That's yeah. phenomenal. We're, we're taking it back. We're taking yeah. it back from the pedophiles and that one improv comedy troupe that was in New York four <laughs> years ago. That also has the Facebook page name, <laughs> the loud boys. Yeah. I think there's also a podcast from 2014 with some Australian teenagers called the loud boys as well but i think Hannah i think Gatsby our was one of the hosts in our yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> welcome back to the loud boys i got yeah. right <laughs> no it was all her it was all the people that did it so we all write this open marker last <laughs> night <laughs> never hear from her again <laughs> dad's google history <laughs> <laughs> Who are the loud boys? <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so we're here to talk about the film Videodrome. Uh, this was Dalton's pick. Um, <laughs> this is not a movie podcast. We just ran out of stuff to talk about. Yeah. So now we're doing we haven't movies. Been, yeah, normally this is like a, a talking about fucking podcast. Yeah, usually we talk yeah, about We've all been locked yes. up, man. But yeah. Normally yes. we'd be talking about like smashing this, but here we are. Being so, cinephiles. This is a great 80s cult horror movie uh, by David Cronenberg. Uh, what What are you guys? Uh, what do you guys? How do you guys feel about David Cronenberg? Like your just general thoughts. I, I will admit he's kind of a blind spot in my filmography. I've seen this one, Eastern Promises Now, and The Fly. I haven't seen it in much of his other stuff. Uh, are you guys big fans of his? Or I like body horror in general, and I think you know he he's just the name that's most associated with it. Mm. Um, this is a very good movie and he actually made my favorite Cronenberg movie is the brood, mm. um, which is, yeah. uh, a little more my speed as far as like, uh, there's more deaths and, uh, it's, it's more <laughs> of a classic, like it, it seems like it's going to be a whodunit slasher and then it takes the body horror turn. But, uh, yeah, video drum kicks ass. It's, it's my one problem with it is it's the number one movie that was better on VHS. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, because you could like see like static. It feels yeah, yeah. It just it felt more genuine. All the tapes in the movie, because the the movie is uh one of the central plots is like tapes, mm-hmm. <laughs> but all the it's like Betamax in the movie, right? It's beta because VHSs were too big at the time to um uh it, it uh because they put spoiler they put tapes in a vagina wound in people. <laughs> Yeah. VHS, very hot sluts. Yeah. And the, <laughs> the tapes were too big at the time, so they used beta because it would have been like the size of his entire torso. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah that's okay. like a problem I run into, you know? <laughs> like, it's like, they're like, oh, it's the size of my entire yeah. torso. You know, I'm like, ah, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's just that big, you know? Yeah. You got some of that, yeah, that VHS dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, a VHS dick. You got to give girls that VHS kind of dick. <laughs> be kind, yeah. rewind. Be kind, rewind. You got to bust not, the block. You got to be the blockbuster. It's not the size of the tape. It's the clarity in the tracking. True. You know, you got to mm-hmm. set your... <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah, no. All right. Uh, <laughs> William Triple like H. The, Macy, everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. No, it's cool. I like, it's, the, I, I like the body horror aspect because, like, I feel like in the 80s, 
like that style is just gone now. Like now it would just mm-hmm. all be CGI, you know, but then like, they yeah. have, it's like fucked up crazy looking like statues and, and make it work. There's something them. so much more unsettling about practical effects and real yeah. blood than like uh, CGI or even like state of the art effects in general. That's yeah, why like someone, puppets yeah. are fucking scary, honestly. Like uh, clay is kind of scary. Like it's real, yeah. yeah that's it's why. Just... That's why I can't go to a Jeff Dunham show because it's too spooky, <laughs> <laughs> too intense. It's like that terrorist is supposed to be dead. How is yeah. it talking? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's too spooky. It's that's why I can't go to a Kevin Hart show. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Zach! Dude, dude, we synced up on that one. I was, I was, I was trying to get to that. Yeah, you guys are oh, on your man. racist periods. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna have to put a little. Exp- Listen next to this podcast. <laughs> Ages 18 until death. <laughs> um, but starring Kevin Hart. He's just like, he's just like that small. He's running around. <laughs> I'm a brave little gremlin. So, yeah, I, I love the body horror genre. I haven't seen all of Cronenberg's stuff. But I've seen this. I've seen Scanners, The Fly, Cosmopolis, which is not body horror. What about Bill Cosmopolis? Okay, what would Hello, that be like, Robbie? I'm Robert Pattinson, and I'm in a limo. I haven't. I've only seen the poster. Of the cool. film. <laughs> um, um, anyway, <laughs> so God damn it, dude. Well, I would like to add. Honestly, it is kind of interesting because this is like these '80s Cronenberg movie, like these body, like they're like the flying. Like he was pretty well known for body horror, but it feels like he's kind of like. Mm-hmm. He kind of shifted with like a history of violence, Eastern promises, like crime thriller genre. Like, why? You know why he did that? Like, what? 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 That uh, probably that more marketable, probably an easier pitch, and uh, probably easier to get funding. Just because anything that's body horror at this point would probably almost get lumped in with the gross-out torture porn kind of stuff. True. True. Um, and plus, there's just not a lot of like. Um, it's almost a little too sci. His stuff almost has a touch of sci-fi to it. Yeah, it that does. I don't think really like people more want either supernatural or gritty realistic mm-hmm. as far as horror. Yeah. And I just think it's a tough sell at this point. Mm. Yeah, well, this that's kind the thing. Of a, a genre of horror does feel like it was like super prevalent in the '80s, and then they is not really made as much on like a big studio scale. They definitely make a lot of them for like indie. Yeah, Cronenberg's right? son made a great movie, and I want to say it's called Antiviral. Yep. Yeah, I've seen it. It's and uh, it's with um, the brother from Get Out, the the kid that thought he knew MMA. Yeah, oh. that's a that's a really cool movie where like people want to get famous people's STDs and shit. Yeah, so they sell sounds like my honeymoon. Famous, they sell famous people's <laughs> uh, diseases, but they also grow famous people meat and sell it as steaks. Oh wow! Ew. And it's about a guy who works in one of those labs and he's infecting himself with the diseases so he could take them home and sell them on the black market. Damn, and man. it's um really really good. That's crazy. Which celebrity uh flesh would you guys buy? Disease on sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! I've got AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> so I do think I, I do think video. I'll answer Joe's question. Which okay? Um, which celebrity flip? Magic Johnson. All right. Now. <laughs> yeah. God forbid we go on a riff, Dalton. I'm not. Okay, let's. All right. We'll continue, sorry. I'm. I'm, inside, I'm inside my own head right now. I'm thinking yeah. about the movie. Let's Zach, what celebrity on. flesh would you kill and eat? If you. So could- my yeah. My my original thought was you pick like a fat assed woman. 
Mm. And that's, yeah, you, you pick your Kardashian, your Cardi B. But I'm going to go something that looks like it's more like, uh, like cured. So I'm going to go Luis Guzman. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the fajita, the fajita meat. Because I bet he's got flavor to him. Yeah. <laughs> hey, come on, man. Marinated. Don't eat me. Please don't eat me, man. I, Dude, that's I would sizzling say, when it comes uh, to the table. Yeah. I would say I would get Barack Hussein Obama. <laughs> so I could remember what what dignified human meat tastes like Ooh. when when it meant something yeah. to be consumed. I'd say a riff about Kobe beef, but I don't want people to get mad at me. Oh yeah, dude. We can't we're too early in the game to let's get not, canceled. Let's not shafir ourselves here. Yeah, dude. And um, and we just got sponsored by the helicopter company that crashed. And the Lakers. We're double sponsorship. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, man, we can't risk this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so I do think uh, this the film we we're talking about, Video Drone, is actually like pretty like super relevant nowadays because the the, the Zach is right. It is more of a sci-fi movie because it's kind of more about like merging consciousness with technology. It's horror, like, though. I think it's pretty firmly it's, in horror. It's yeah, horror. It's creepy horror. It's creepy. It's, and it's dreadful, which is my favorite kind of horror. I'm not a big jump scare guy. I, I, I really like movies that like unsettle you. That's my favorite kind of. That's why I love like Lynch. Uh, and uh, I mean, although I guess he's kind of half horror, but I love like unsettling horror or dreadful horror more so than like, oh, there's a guy behind the thing. Ah, you know. Oh, I love jump yeah. scares way more than this stuff, man. I can <laughs> <see that laughs> <from> jump I hate because like jump scares that last like a second, but like a psychologically damning thing, it's like I gotta stay up for uh, I gotta watch some cartoons to cleanse the palate. But yeah. jump scare, it's like you're all it's like it usually ends the movie too on a jump scare, so it's like all right. Well, this movie's super unsettling too because it's like it's it's kind of a meta movie and it makes you consider how you're consuming what you're consuming while you're doing it. You know, like you're like I'm watching a movie. What is a movie? is you know is i mean the 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 scare comes out of a guy watching tv and you're watching tv in that moment so it's even more like this could happen to me on like that subconscious level and it kind of predicted this whole like rotten.com what would eventually become these gross viral videos oh true that people share um and now they're just on facebook and you don't even mean to click them yeah, and you see like people breaking their legs and shit. ISIS videos, yeah. live leak, all that shit. Yeah, and that's like, yeah, more. There's way more eyeballs on this kind of thing than. Yeah. So this this takes place. Sex tapes. Yeah. Celebrity Nanette. murder. <laughs> <laughs> Video so drone, yeah, but he's showing movie. Nanette. We should. We should like. <laughs> I got this great tape. I swear it's gonna be big. <laughs> yeah, we should. We should just like explain what this is about for anyone who hasn't seen it. But the the film is uh, it's about. If a guy you haven't Matt. seen it, you should watch it and not consume it through this podcast. I would say, but for sure, I, but, but, but it, it is very good. Should we do spoilers or no? What do you think? It's I a think four year old to. movie. Okay, yeah, let's. Yeah, all right. totally <laughs> have to it's not relevant at all. Yeah, uh, you just said it was relevant. Mm, smartphone. That's, oh, I just, yeah, you're right. You got it's me. It's kind of like about freaking Twitter, man. You know, when you think about it. <laughs> well, I, I think the video video drone nowadays is just TikTok. Whoa. That's the real video. Drama. I hope James Woods in real life is in charge of TikTok. Yeah, he, he more we got or all less these, is. We got all these hot teens here. Um. Yeah, I feel like yeah, that sucks because like my first experience with James Woods was that episode of Simpsons, and then later Family Guy appearances. Yeah, I think and then mine his too. Filmography 
So it's harder for me to like take him serious as a dramatic actor. Oh, but he's such like, a good actor. He's fucking he's a, great. He's a true patriot too. Yeah. But I know, but it's like, ah, damn. Yeah, let's dude. talk about this our feelings about Peter James. What, yeah. <laughs> Peter Griffin's friend. Why are you running a snuff film channel? Yeah, what's going on, dude? <laughs> what if Peter I, not on Spooner Street? I kept waiting for Peter to show up in this movie. Where the fuck was he? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the videos? Um, but uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> So James, so yeah, let's like I think James Woods is an awesome character actor, and it's kind of funny that he is a he was like a lead, like he. What's kind of cool about Cronenberg is he puts character actors as his like lead, as his leads, but it totally works. Like Jeff Goldblum even, or uh, and 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 James Woods, and then they became leading men. But like James Woods is fucking weird looking, especially even in this. You know, he has like an odd face. He's like really skinny. He's co- uh, I forgot how he's like, he's just covered in acne scars, dude. Yeah, His face yeah. busted. It's but he's like a, a, a cool, big. fucking flirtatious, charming guy who can. Yeah, like, he up is cool. Oh, yeah. shit, dude. I, yeah, I, didn't, I never realized uh, rewatching it's the Debbie Harry is the is the girl in this from Blondie. Mm-hmm. Was she the one who like hits herself with a cigarette and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, yeah. she was hot. I love James Woods yeah, is dude. what I would refer to as last call handsome. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> Yeah, he's 2 a.m. handsome. It's like, yeah, those guys who are skinny so they can convince themselves that, eh, all right, sure. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I think he's – I think his performance is solid in this. I've seen him do better in other movies, I think. But I, I thought – I think he works really well for this kind of thing. Like, he has a, a sleaze factor that but he really plays it. he plays it real serious, and he doesn't go over – like, I think had he went more over the top of it, the movie would have suffered for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I, sure. I, because what's happening around him is so outlandish. Like, anything that's happening is like crazy, but he seems pretty grounded through the whole thing. This is also, I love grounded horror. I mean, I like, I can like, like Rob Zombie shit too and stuff, but like, I love what I love about Cronenberg in the, in the few I've seen is I love that it starts out as just like a grounded story and it like escalates into like crazy town a little bit. Uh, Actually, I just watched this movie called Color Out of Space, the, um, which kind of a similar thing. And I, I, I yeah. love that, too. I, I really like when you are drawn in or there's a, a really good foundation of an interesting story and characters that then builds to like crazy horror scenarios and stuff like that. Like I, 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 that really resonates with me. The Fly is the same thing. Like The Fly is kind of like a normal like movie for like the first half and then it just goes and like nuts. Uh, yeah to, to, to piggyback on that 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 uh color out of space is some good body horror yeah dude fuck. day have you guys you know, seen i that? thought that one was very good yeah, yeah. did you like it zach I would, yeah i liked it very much i haven't cool. seen it yet i've seen um what's the other lovecraft from beyond i've seen that mm. that's a that's a cool like body horror lovecraft movie but I, no, I think you'll color super, out of space. Yet. I think you'll super enjoy color out of space. Yeah, too. I think that's really think up your alley. Enjoy, I mean, yeah. Nick Cage is just so fucking crazy in it, and it's awesome. Um, Appropriately crazy too. Yeah, like, yeah. I feel like that's like a very honest response given like the circumstances that were that were going on in that. Hey, I, hey, if you guys are into Lovecraft, uh, one of you right now, Google uh, the name of his cat. Yeah, I know this. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty uh, joe's googling right now and i cannot wait i have, to see I have a feeling reaction. i have a feeling i know i i, th- I think I, I i can guess what the <laughs> <name>. <laughs> uh, god damn it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine naming your cat that 
Speaking what of Kevin Hart, genius. he took um, my name for my cat. Caught in high schools for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, he really, <laughs> I love Lovecraft, but also oh, Carl Space yeah. is kind of like a racist allegory. It's like, oh, a mysterious thing comes in from out of town and infects the whole town and makes everything its same color, <laughs> you know? So, you know, a problematic fave, but he rules nonetheless. I stand. Uh... Most I think he always made a lot of good points, and I, uh, I agree with him. <laughs> yeah. I don't like his art, but I love his personal views. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I hate his books, but his idea of eugenics <laughs> yeah, is spot on. His books fucking suck. They're fucking weird, but <laughs> yeah. his thoughts on, you know, yeah. other Some colors. Some beyond human comprehension, whatever. The yeah. idea of a white guy being cooler than a black guy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to this fucking nerd. All right. <laughs> you got my ear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, man. I'll bet there's a um, lot of conflicted black Lovecraft nerd fans. You know what I mean? Like, I, I bet there's not. <laughs> yeah, I doubt no, it, dude. dude. <laughs> yeah, they hate, they hate Cthulhu and all that shit. There's man. a ton well, of Well, no, nerds. Jordan Peele's got a new series coming out that's um, all Lovecraft shit, and it's a black oh, family Lovecraft. dealing with Lovecraft. racism in the South with all Lovecraft shit happening around them. Oh, yeah. really? Is that I re- true? I read that book. Oh, yeah. The, there's, it was a book yeah. that came out like a few years yeah. ago. It was like Lovecraft Country or something. It made me feel bad, dude. Like, apparently, like, we used to, like, own slaves who were black. <laughs> <laughs> no, Joe, your family was too poor to own slaves. No, dude, I found out, like... <laughs> Joe's like, and this was like 20 years ago. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Dude, well, that's like, I, I like legitimately said, like, how come we can't own slaves in Red Dead Redemption 2? And he said it was in 1899. I looked it up. Like, we stopped slavery a long time ago. 1913 or something. <laughs> Damn, what a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We ended slavery before you could enjoy it in Red Dead 2. Yeah. At least, dude. We're nostalgia guys for slavery. <laughs> Good old days. Like best week ever segment about sla- remember slavery? That was sick. We could just like own people. Best Poor slave ever. Best <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's still just Patrice as the talking head. Yeah, yeah. Can you believe this shit? How'd they get away with that? That was weird. They wanted me in the field. <laughs> Kumi is like, I want to go back. <laughs> Take me back. Uh, shit. Time's weird, man. I love the slave tees. Um, <laughs> so, video drum. Speaking of which, this is also kind of about. Uh, so he, he, so James Woods plays like a uh, the president of Civic TV, which is a station that specializes in sensationalist kind of programming, basically. And he show and he has shown a tape that's called Videodrome, and it's just like super provocative imagery, and um, and he basically thinks it's going to be like the future of television. And uh, well, it's like murder. It's murder and torture is like right. It's not films and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. You guys yeah so this is basically like a UH. It's, it's UHF meets like Fox. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, dude. Yeah. Good, wait, oh, Robbie, 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 we can't hear, we can't hear yeah. you. Yeah. God damn it. I'm back. The riff, I'm back. The riff was probably good. What was the riff, Robbie? It's it's gone, dude. It's Is gone. it to c- combine this movie with UHF? Yeah, yeah. It was like, <laughs> what if UHF was Videodrome? And it's like Weird Al, like, 
I like to put a cigarette out on my boobs. That's not what I was going to well, do. It's, it's weird how <laughs> just watching it's weird watching the Kramer at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, day. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, seat. this is the future of television. <laughs> yeah. By the way, also horrible track record on that movie because it's got Kramer and Victoria Jackson, who's a crazy <laughs> racist person. Oh, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Thank God uh, Fran Drescher and uh, Weird Al are still untouched. You know, I was thinking, by the way, speaking of sitcom people, Fran Drescher, Ray Romano has the perfect Hollywood career. He cashed yeah. out. He had a great sitcom or, you know, solid sitcom. I'm not a huge fan or anything. But then he cashed out on the sitcom. And then he just, like, does all these great character actor roles. Like, he's in the Scorsese movie. He's in this movie, Bad Education, that I just watched. And, like, like that's, like, the, that's and, and he's, like, a famous comedian that very few people seem to hate. That's very rare, I feel like. You know what I mean? I, I would say everyone that loves he's Italian. <laughs> His one flaw. Well, he cashed yeah. out. He, he did it in the perfect order. Right. So, like, he got the, the big money for the cheesy shit out of the way. Like, you're never going to see the full house guys all of a sudden start doing good work. Right. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Or even like Jerry Seinfeld, like, he's typecast or whatever. It's kind of, I think he was, I think Ray Romano was smart. Like, he did Welcome to Mooseport or whatever, which made Gene Hackman retire, but, which is an <laughs> alpha move. <laughs> but, but since then, he hasn't really, like, tried to star in that many big Gene parties. Hackman is uh, Robbie's stage name, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Hackmania. Um, and so, anyway, yeah, just, like, I think, I think transitioning to, like, small character, like, just taking low-ego drama supporting actor roles. That's what comedians, more comedians should do. But I think they, like, get addicted to try and make a shitload of big comedy. Well, did you see you Kevin know? James is playing a neo-Nazi? Yeah, what? I'm serious. Dark there's a horror queens. Yeah, there's a horror movie coming out. It's like a girl's name, and it's uh like a home invasion movie, and it's Kevin James with a fucking like swastika on his head. American oh my God. History yeah. XL. He's got like a big beard. He shaved his head. He yeah, it looks wild. Uh, Joel McHale is the father in it. It looks <laughs> wild, dude. What the fuck? Uh, so what? You're what if it's actually like a comedy, but like it's like one of those things where they shoot it to <laughs> like you know intentionally misdirect the audience? Uh, Sandler shows up. Yeah. That- <laughs> hey, we gotta get rid of the Jews. <laughs> we gotta get rid of the Sandler's, Jews. Sandler's a neo-Nazi. I've got the final solution. <laughs> <laughs> we need to procure a future for our white children. Stop looking at me, Jew. <laughs> White people are better. <laughs> uh, damn, dude. Here comes the boom indeed. Uh, but I'm excited about that one. I'm going to see that one. I got to yeah, support Kevin James. Yeah, that, that, sounds gotta... like, that sounds like a weird... He just kills Hitch in the movie. <laughs> it just like teach him how to dance. He just shoots him. <laughs> All right, we don't endorse neo-Nazi behavior, guys. Yeah, man, the neo-Nazis are not welcome to subscribe to this pod. The, the, you can subscribe, download, rate our podcast unless you're a neo-Nazi. Yeah. Anyway, so then James Woods. <laughs> uh, so so then like the um, so then James Woods contacts uh, a sophomore soft core pornographer and asked her to help him find out the truth about Videodrome. And then they learned that the footage is not fake, is not faked, but it's like the face of a political movement. 
And uh, are you are you reading the Wikipedia? Yes. Thank God. <laughs> we just watched the movie. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You to, recap it then, Dalton, off the top dude. of your goddamn head. I'm just trying to go through All it, right. and we like riff on James what Woods. Happens. James right. Woods plays Max Wren, the owner of Civic TV, Channel 83 in Toronto, Canada. And Dalton, this night, is your fucking pick. You drive, all right? I'm trying here. Oh, whoa, whoa, Robbie, I can't believe you're trying to fucking make a good podcast off my goddamn movie I picked. How fucking dare you? God damn it, Dalton, you little fucking hick. I, okay. I'm sorry, Robbie. I'm, I'm just fucking with you. You, I, you go. You drive. You go. You do it. You do it now. No, you're. I. I'm sorry. I no, I you. don't want to anymore. You. It's your podcast now. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, now I feel bad. This no, is... don't. I, I. I'm. I'm acting like I'm incensed, but I just want to stop doing work. Okay. <laughs> I really just so, want to. What did you? Ran... What did you want to talk about when you picked pick this movie, Dalton? Well, really, we just mentioned James Woods the other week, and I was just wanted to make you guys watch this because I think it's a cool movie. I don't know. I think it's like a, It's a. It's a good. Um, I do think it's relevant because what, what you come to find out with vi- like the actual video drone signal that is coming, they find out it's coming from Pittsburgh. It's all like real snuff footage. Right. Is that something about the signal causes you to develop a brain tumor and you become like a sleeper agent for whatever these like people are. And, but also, uh, it's ambiguous as to whether any of this is really happening or not, but his body begins to morph into something like his, you know, like Zach mentioned earlier, his stomach turns into a big pussy where they shove a Betamax. He shoves a gun and a Betamax tape into his stomach pussy. And then later on the gun, his hand becomes a, like a goopy gun that they tell him to use to go to assassinate his partners at civic TV. You know what's funny is the the signal from Pittsburgh was just go birds. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I do I I do think it's cool that really what this movie is about is like m- merging consciousness with technology, which is like a really interesting idea for 1983 because yeah, way like, ahead of its time. Yeah, because mm-hmm. technology was like super analog at that time. It wasn't even like we had digital shit at then when. Cause now it may like that would make more sense just because we all have phones in our pockets and we're all plugged in all the time back yeah. then. Like you know, um, it, it's kind of a very conservative message from a, of a movie where it's like, things are getting like out of control with TV and like the content on television basically. And it's getting exploitative and we need to like reel yeah. it in basically, which is interesting. Like you don't see that point of view a lot anymore. I feel like yeah, I well, I mean, black mirror would be the big one now. Well, that's why, like, hello, golf. What's with all these things on the telly? <laughs> yeah, here you look at your phone. You're like, well, what's all this then? Well, uh, and then also, I think it has something to say with like, at what point does our uh, entertainment and pornography kind of cross? Mm. And when you realize that his last movie, Rabid, his movie before this, two movies before this, starred Marilyn Chambers, who was a porn star. That he was kind of like yeah. bending those genres to begin with. It almost seems like a self critique of the um, the violence that he's already put on screen. True, right? Yeah. So there's like a little self hate in the movie. Yeah, yeah that, that is interesting. Many, yeah, look how many porn stars crossed over to the mainstream today now too. We're Sasha like Marilyn Gray. Chambers. Yeah, yeah, Sasha, yeah. Not a and lot. It's not though. Marilyn Chambers, whatever her name is. Marilyn Chambers is another actress, but, but um. Uh, uh, whatever the the girl from Rabid was a porn star. Um, 
now it do you guys all think, the time. Do you guys think, so the end, like basically the ending is like, he's like, I'm going to like, he, he kills himself to finally merge with technology, essentially, like fully, right? Or become yeah, a Yeah, well, that's technology. the... Do you think he actually... That's the line they... Do you think he actually does, or does he just kill himself? That's like, that is a question. Because it, it just cuts to black, and it's kind of an ambiguous ending. Um, why does it... I don't know if it matters at that point. Right. Like, uh... Because it's weird because this movie doesn't focus too much on even like character building. Like we kind of get up and going pretty quickly without really learning who anyone is. Mm -hmm. So I think like the main point of the movie is just to make you, the viewer, question what your relationship with television and violence and sex and technology is. Here's the thing, though, is I will say it's meta, but I do also think it kind of has its cake and eats it, too, because it also does express a lot of like those pleasures though like a lot of the fun of the movie is watching crazy kills and body horror and blood and shit like that you know but at the same time it's a pretty savage critique of watching that kind of thing well it's a yeah it's, it's not a critique of, it's a critique of itself but it's also a critique of you as a viewer and your relationship to the media you consume oh that's a good point yeah it's yeah. kind of like the wolf of wall street where it like you enjoy watching this crazy debauchery but then it makes you think like why do i like that what is the what is the reason for that? I, although it's a little bit more thorough in that critique of the viewer than Wall Street was, but um, yeah, and I, I think I think the real question is is like uh, whether it's whether it's real or not. The shit you watch, whether it's violence or porn or any of that, like what effect is that having on you? Like how is that fucking with your head? Because it's like look at so, like so many guys our age, like because uh, I'm 27, like we are wrecked because of porn. So, at least I am. So, I, I, I don't know. I do think it's like a pretty, pre like, really prescient movie in that regard. Yeah, I, I agree. And, well, I mean, I did joke about this, but, like, it is crazy how, like, uh, how integral tech and entertainment are in everyone's lives now in a way that's, that wasn't even, even back then. Like, now more than ever. I've noticed that there, when I was a kid growing up there weren't a lot of people who like watch tv that much like now everyone watches every show i feel like there's a lot more yeah. people who who talk about like it's much more mainstream to like be like oh that show's great have you watched this show oh i love that show have you watched this show you know whereas when i was a kid people just kind of like watched when things were on and watched things pat more passively and now it's like yeah. much more like much more of a thing to like like television culture is huge now and so, i don't know i would say like so I'm only a little bit older than you guys. So like that Seinfeld finale, Friends finale, those were like monumental nights. Like everyone watched that shit. That's a good point. Yeah. It was more that it was appointment viewing as opposed to binge watching now. Right. Right. Because if you missed like the premiere of those shows, you had to wait for a rerun. There was no other way to watch. You couldn't like TiVo it. You would, if you didn't have like your VHS tape set to record it, and you missed it, you would just have to wait for it to be replayed. Yeah, it feels weird because, like, I think less people were able to watch stuff as it happened back then, but it was still a more communal experience because now every you're just, like, alone binge-watching whatever's on, like, Netflix or Hulu or even torrenting. So it's, like, this... uh, Like, consuming things now is, like, this super isolating... It's really sad. The world has ended. You know, I'm glad the virus came. Well, I think it's a combination of the fact that the two biggest shows 
as far as like the last couple shows that people still watched live were probably what lost in the Sopranos and they both shit the bed on their last episodes. Oh, I love the Sopranos. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> the, the, lo- the lost ending. I will agree with you. I, the lost ending made me like, cause I was obsessed with lost and mm-hmm. I thought the ending made me like the, sh- not like the show anymore because mm-hmm. the whole show was like build up to like this great answer. And then the answer sucked and it was nothing. Sopranos, it was more of an artistic choice to blue ball everybody. And, and everyone still talks about it to this day. I, I, like, when you talk about Sopranos, when you're like, oh, you've seen The Sopranos? What'd you think of the ending? Which is like, I think that that's a strong case for it being pretty good. Yeah, and then what? The, the, the through line b- between now and then, I guess, would be Breaking Bad, which half people watched live and half people watched on streaming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Game of Thrones pretty much would be the last... I think Game of Thrones probably like the last event finale. Yeah. yeah. Mad, like, Mad, yeah Mad Men by, had a minor then. event finale, I would say. But yes, a Game of Thrones feels like the, the end of monoculture, kind of. Yeah. That, that does feel like the end of it, for sure. I didn't watch we, it. We just, I, I, yeah. I just got People to watch everyone it. slowly fall out of love with yeah. it, which is great. It was like watching a married... Like, <laughs> everyone was like, oh, I love you. I love my wife so much. And they're like, I fucking hate my wife. It's like, damn, I'm glad... It's, it's funny married. how bad Game of Thrones got, because, I, dude, I love anything where people are swinging swords around, and that show got so bad, like... Why I you love gay porn? Dude, I love gay porn. Who doesn't, dude? Yeah. It's yeah. an American pastime. Uh, but Game of Thrones, like they ran out of... Uh, yeah, man, I love dragons. Dick's dragging on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I won't be shielding my ass, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I mean... Yeah. Uh, I, I, well, I do yeah, Because like they had J.R.R. Martin's books to go off of but then he didn't write like a new book in like 30 fucking years did you call him jrr martin <laughs> yeah yeah you <laughs> rr martin <laughs> yeah. oh i was going a different way. i was going by god king you <laughs> rr martin okay so there's a bunch i'm not gonna release a book ever you gotta pay me a little more yeah uh, dude but yeah it's like they don't have anything so it was just like the hbo executives had to like kind of guesstimate where it was all going well i I, those guys also maybe they could adapt shit but they couldn't come up with any new ideas it felt like mm. right i didn't even like even like wrap everything up that was like based on all like the chekhov's guns throughout the various seasons i i was i did a show after it came out and it was a packed show and another comic went up and she's like who here watches game of thrones and the whole crowd groaned which i've never seen Mm -hmm. before like they're like oh like they because they were so mad at the finale yeah, that show is actually a good example of what we're talking about. Because remember when it was on, there were like all these think pieces coming out about like what is is the rape on this show bad? Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is incest okay now? Well, TV yeah, yeah, think yeah. piece culture in general, just like it's like is fiction reality? Is reality how important? Like they, they are put- little people humans? <laughs> yeah that was yep. a big one i remember that was it's like well peter dinklage is showing like an odd sense of humanity in this. yeah yeah wow we can actually like one of these guys cool <laughs> wait, um, wait a minute he's not like a keebler elf or anything yeah else? whoa whoa <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not making you're, you're not like a you're not like an elf from the north pole that's trying to help everyone out and save christmas just the headline that's like did you know they don't just make toys peter dinklage <laughs> is proving <laughs> but uh yeah that I, that that is i mean i i kind of think that is nothing about video drum though is it it basically posits that television is very important and it's like kind of a warning that 
if we let it go unchecked, it will destroy us or will become a part of it and lose our humanity, basically. Well, I would also like to note that Peter Dinklage sounds like the name you would make up for a fancy midget. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at Peter Dinklage over there. Look how cute that. Oh, adorable. (laughs) Hey, what's up, Dink? How you doing, Dink? Dink. (laughs) (laughs) He's the treasurer for the Lollipop Guild. Yeah. (laughs) He he runs the books. I like that Peter Dinklage's whole thing's like, he's small, but he's tough. <laughs> you know, like, you know. <laughs> like, oh, you didn't think a small guy could yell at you, but he can do it. <laughs> Look, he's fucking a regular looking lady. Oh, wow. <laughs> he could act like he could kick your ass. That's incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's like, and America fell in love. <laughs> no way that guy's kicking anyone's ass, though. Come on. Isn't he like a black belt in jujitsu? Never mind. Please don't kick my ass, Peter Dickwood. <laughs> nah, I'm just fucking around, dude. How adorable would that be, though? <laughs> <laughs> they give him a smaller black belt. Just a little thing. Black belt. <laughs> they give him a black bracelet with tweezers. <laughs> and for Peter, you get a black belt too. <laughs> hey. No, you're thinking of the other jujitsu little person, uh, Joe Rogan. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie, pull that out. Damn. Wow. So you're saying Shots I could be officially fired. Are you saying I could be small and buff? That's crazy, man. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> Zach, is uh, Luis J. Gomez also going to Spotify? I hope money comes somehow. I don't know. <laughs> However. Whoever, whoever has whoever has money, let's do it. A hundred million dollars. That's fucking crazy. God damn, dude. Zach, we'll pay you a hundred dollars a week to join the loud boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's really tempting, depending on how many episodes you do. Yeah, right. Zach, I, I mean, Zach, how, how have you been doing during all of this? Because I'm I'm going nuts. I'm pretty I'm doing pretty good. Like I've been doing a ton of these. I've been uh judging live roast battles for like other cities. Oh, wow. um i'm having fun man i'm working nice man it's all about just being like just finding ways to be like productive and still find ways to do stuff you still enjoy you know yeah, i'm having a blast and i'm watching a ton of movies which is oh, all i ever yeah, want i've been crushing so many movies and i realize i'll never get around to watching all the ones i want to now because it's just it keeps coming movies i want to watch mm-hmm. yeah uh, how, that's how about you cool about sorry go ahead oh no go for it dalton no, I was just saying that's what's been cool about doing this show ever since we decided to review movies every now and then. Is it's yeah. a good reason to watch? Mo- we mostly watch bad movies. Yeah, this is the um, first. This is the first good one we watch. Yeah, we, wa- we watch Yoga Hosers and Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, well, <laughs> I really like Sonic. Though. <laughs> Robbie and Joe like Sonic. Nah, I dude, I'm, it was a pile all, of shit. I'm all in on Sonic, <laughs> dude. That, Sonic fucking then, sucked. He talks. That's so yeah. cool. Oh, you're, I okay, you're right. Uh, I suggested the new Scooby-Doo movie, and they didn't want to see it, and I watched it by myself, and it was <laughs> fucking great, dude. I loved it. <laughs> I had so much, I had so much fun. Scooby-Doo and, out, and the, mis- the mystery of the missing script. Yeah, dude, it was powerful. It was, it was a genuinely powerful, great film, and I, I felt like, a, I feel like a better person for it. Uh, yeah. 
Zach, you you work you do, you just you stuff with uh, trauma, right? Like, uh, have, have you guys not been making anything lately because of the COVID? Or no, know? we got a new one coming out. We uh, wrapped it last summer. It's just about done. It's called um, hashtag Shakespeare's Shitstorm. Nice. <laughs> and it's our nice. version of uh, Shakespeare's The Tempest. <laughs> oh, nice. That's great. That's an underrated one. And um, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, it should be out. Uh, we were looking at film festivals for this summer, but most of those are not happening. Uh, so we're going to find out if we're postponing the premiere or if we're going to be doing it in a different way. But uh, it's done. Like, I've, I, I have it. I've, I've, we've done test screenings and shit. And I'm pretty. I'm really happy with it. it it's really, really fun. Awesome. And super gross. Yeah, it's cool that you guys also got Helen Mirren for this one. Yes, <laughs> Patrick Stewart's <laughs> in it too. Yeah, this is uh, a star shit. cast. This is a shit storm. Is this the one where you play? Literally, uh, the 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 storm in it is um, whales jumping over a boat and having diarrhea. <laughs> oh. We That's made awesome, three hundred to five hundred gallons of fake shit to drop on people. Oh we we God. destroyed a restaurant. That's incredible. Is this the one where you play Lindy West? Yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. I'm I'm uh I believe I'm just uh angry blogger in yeah. the credits. Perfect. But um it's last it's 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 not hard to figure out who I'm being. Yeah, last time I yeah. was um last time I was at Gas, you showed me scenes of you as Lindy and I I got a real kick out of it. Or angry Thank blogger, you, buddy. I'm sorry. Yeah. So that'll be good. Um yeah dude but you guys know when you are thinking about like are you guys just halted on even like well there's just no there's no well so we make a movie like every couple years okay okay so i've been with them for 10 years and we've made three okay okay got it got it so Um, you guys can wait yeah yeah we're not um there's no rush uh we don't there's not even i mean there was going to be another toxic avenger then there's not um it's back and forth the next one it looks like we're gearing up to do would be next year we're possibly doing uh, a sequel to Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD. Oh, wow. nice. Called yeah, Kabuki awesome. Man Returns. They shot a sizzle reel for it already. And uh, if that were to happen, I'll probably be uh, pretty involved in that. That would be awesome. That's awesome, man. Is there is there any chance, um, given you know the circumstances on how low morale is in America, is there any ch- any chance of a remastered version of cannibal the musical released anytime soon <laughs> um i think we don't own that anymore are coming up soon unless they renegotiate because so, i think we put out like uh, a a blu-ray of it very recently and i think soon trey parker might own it again oh wow oh wow but I've i'm not confirmed on it. that it's very funny it's very yeah, very good one. yeah they yeah. made it in college damn we um, should we should watch that one for an, it's i i love it yeah, I, I don't love like doing comedy episodes about comedy things, but I would I'd be down to watch just watch it. It's it's really more of a musical than a comedy. I do love musicals. <laughs> I, I well, love musicals. There's like there's a few serious trauma movies, right? Uh, yeah, we've done. Uh, I mean, because we release other people's movies as well, so we have in-house productions that we shot and out-of-house productions that we distribute. So we've had like 700 movies over the last 45 years. Wow. Nice, okay. damn. Yeah, that's awesome. A hundred years of cinema. Yeah, I remember being like, when I was 12, I first saw the Toxic Avenger come on IFC. I didn't realize it was even a comedy at the time. I remember being genuinely disturbed by the scene where they go and like run over children. I remember that like really bothered me. That was from a real news story, by the way. Really? Really? Yeah, there were people really doing that. 
Oh Damn. my god! I thought the That's Toxic crazy. Avenger was Iron Man. Well, <laughs> I remember. I my exposure to the Toxic Avenger was for the animated children's uh, series that was out in the nineties. That was how I found it as well, yeah. and then I saw the movie after that. Me too, and I was like, "Whoa, this is <laughs> <Yeah>. a departure." <laughs> yeah. That's oh weird when that happens because they also did that with Tales from the Crypt. Like there was a it, Tales from yeah. the Crypt like cartoon that was like kid oh friendly. yeah i remember that's right that. yeah they, they were still like kind of scary too yeah the yeah even the cartoon version of the crypt keeper was kind of like funny look like cute look yeah it's like weird looking he, though too he still like had his play on words like oh i'm your like uh liscarian instead of librarian or something you know what scared the i don't know that was hard dude it's like it's like not easy to think yeah. of those puns i didn't realize robbie wrote for that show I like it. I was gonna, I was going to apologize to you for yelling at you earlier, Dalton, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Come on, Rob, I'm just breaking your balls here. Breaking, Damn, dude! I've heard of Breaking Bad, but Breaking Balls. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, all right. <laughs> Fuck. I'm sorry. I. <laughs> I had one more. I, thing. I have one more. Uh, shit, I forgot. Oh, the scariest kids thing to me was the "Are You Afraid of the Dark" opening theme song. Oh, oh the doll that horror. they show is that horrifying. Doll yeah. scared the shit out of me when I was a kid. And then the show wasn't that scary, but that opening was so scary. It was ominous. And like you heard it from another room, you'd be like, oh, something scary's on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, woo, like the fucking match. God damn, dude. Yeah. And the I, smoke that rises out from it. There's, yeah. there's some things that happen. There's some things that happen in like children's media that make me like really believe in that like um like the illuminati the the triangle the the pedophile ring stuff the they, loud like, boys stuff was, no 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 not us <laughs> but yeah the punk no like just all the crazy weird scary shit that would happen in uh like chitty chitty bang bang the the guy who abducts the children you know follow you yeah 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 i'm yeah. afraid of the um in march of the wooden soldiers the um are you familiar with that with laurel and hardy it's like a uh, it was like something that my family watched at christmas and there's like these monsters in it that are horrifying like i've been scared of them my whole life you know what scared the shit out of me when i was a kid actually uh was um uh i walked in on my parents watching mrs doubtfire and i just saw the part where her like where she catches (laughs) on fire fire. yeah I was like, what is this horrifying that, woman who's on fire? This got this scarier so and scarier throughout the sentence. Because you started with, I walked in on my parents. Yeah. And we were all like, oh, no. And then yeah. you're like, watching Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I, I was hoping they were just having sex, but they're watching Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, that's one of the more erotic Rob Williams vehicles. <laughs> I love that his character, Mrs. Doubtfire, can do a Jack Nicholson impression. I love when like he like his characters can also do impressions. <laughs> I mean, dude, he was a true talent. Uh, he is awesome as the genie in Aladdin. I, I yeah, that was like I think that's an incredible role. performance. Will Smith was also pretty good, actually. He was horrendous. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Ha ha! I'm a genie. You didn't like that? <laughs> no, Aladdin sucked. I I didn't like it. I thought I didn't like Guy Ritchie <laughs> for a while. 
You want to know something funny though? So the the Aladdin show on Broadway, the the guy who plays Jafar in that show is the same voice actor who did the voice of Jafar in the movie, oh, but it's cool. just, it's still just a white guy. So there was like this promo video showing him like getting into character for Jafar, and it's just them painting his face brown. <laughs> it's, it's just the guy doing brown face. <laughs> Damn, the golden age yeah. of Broadway. Yeah, but the show's like well, it's not going now but before that's the funny virus, they made they made a point to make the genie black but did not make jafar not a white guy anymore that's come on guys let's get it let's get it together first let's get the accurate things accurate before we i don't know what i'm trying to say what are you trying to say robbie <laughs> please I'm saying do, do they it. took my they took my culture by doing brown face okay <laughs> 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 that was close. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to not bring swoop your hair to one side because your mustache is too thick in the middle. Yeah. Oh. What do you mean? I don't get it. Robbie, you look like a real uh, let's just say you look like a Kevin James right now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you yeah, dude, you literally put your fingers here and here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's very good. All right, guys. I apologize. I gotta log out. No, I, thank I, you, Zach. I, I, no, I no worries, dude. Thank, yeah, thank, thank you so, you so much, much man. It. Bye, thank buddy. you so much, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Everybody, be safe. Have a good one. Right, take too. care, brother. All right, we did it. Guys. We did it. We did. How it. was? How was you. that? A nightmare. Oh, that was oh, really my good. God, <laughs> yeah, no, <he's... laughs> solid episode. Zach was great. It was fun, man. No. Like I think we and like uh, we didn't we didn't really get too much into Videodrome and like that's our, honestly like a good thing. Yeah, I agree. It shouldn't it's just be like a movie talk. Yeah, that was. Hard. I'm like, I'm sorry about that. Like I because I I came in wanting to talk about the movie and I wasn't thinking like we should just be riffing bits and I realized like later on I was like I got to stop trying to bring it back to the movie because I would say I just, should we stop record? Should we end the episode? Or do you want to? Talk? No, no, no. Leave this in. We can, okay. the we can audience just talk, and then like if we want to cut it out, we cut okay. it out. I, I, I thought it. I, I will say that like I think it was. I liked watching Videodrome. I, like it was fun. Like just to watch a good movie and stuff. But it's kind of hard. Like I, we love movies, but I mean Zach. That's why it's good Zach was here because he's like an expert. Yeah. But we're not. We movie. love movies, but Doug loves movies. We are not. Yeah, we're no Doug Bensons. We are not Doug. Why? Well, like, I, I, I so genuinely. Movie. That's why I think it's better if we do. I mean, I know it sucks to watch them, but the bad or ridiculous movies are more. There's way more fodder for comedy. Well, the thing. The thing just, is, like, like, like yeah, Videodrome's a, a good ass movie. Check it out. Well, well, the thing is, I genuinely love horror movies. I love this movie and like all of the like what it says and so i have like i have a lot of thoughts on i see i know i seem somber on this episode because i do have like a lot of concerns about technology and shit that i like i this movie addresses a lot of the shit that i think about all the time anyway so i was like ready to have a serious discussion i forgot we're a comedy show no <laughs> no, no i mean it's it's it was good i thought it was good i think it's like it was actually honestly a good amount of talking because how much of our fan base tunes in to hear serious discussion about David Cronenberg uh, is, is what I'll say. I think, yeah, uh, I think I, there's a big uh, overlap in that Venn diagram, friend. That's true. Yeah, because about, it's like David Conan O'Bert. David Conan O'Bert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he does Whoa. a fucking string dance yeah. with intestines <laughs> extending from his body. Oh, 
Um, no, Max, we, we Max, is, Max about... Weinberg is just a skeleton. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, uh, dude. Andy Richter is just like this morbidly obese lump of flesh that's yeah. <laughs> absorbing the studio around them. <laughs> Jay Leno's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to take Videodrome. Now I'll just take it. <laughs> it's my show now. <laughs> I'm just going to take Videodrome. That's fine. Yeah. Well, I was gonna, He's yeah, got like I was... a giant pussy in his chin. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fuck. Conan doesn't do the string dance anymore. I miss that. That was very it's much a like copyright from uh, NBC. Uh, he can't like, do the fucking string dance. Literally, no. He does the string dance. No, he See? doesn't. They 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 tried to arrest him one time. Can you believe he's almost sixty? <laughs> they arrested That's him. Great. And he's just like, I'm a little boy. I'm he's just like, a little boy. Oh, I'm a goofy guy. <laughs> <laughs> You're an old man. He fucking falls. He does the string dance. He falls. He breaks his hip. Yeah. Then he dies <laughs> of COVID. Serious, and then he dude. dies of COVID nineteen in a nursing home. What? A- Conan sucks now. <laughs> no, he's still good. No, dude. If you listen to his podcast, yeah, yeah he had Hillary on. Oh, who gives a fuck? Okay, yeah, he had a Democrat. Yeah, he has like establishment people on. But if you listen to it, it's a good podcast. I just listened to the one with uh, Ricky Gervais. It was really good. Um, funny. What I was gonna say though, I di- I disagree with that. Conan sucks. He's gay. But why? Why but- you just don't like him because he's popular? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Everyone I love Conan. who's popular, I- you hate. Dolph. No, dude, I'm gonna be. I love Conan. He's anyone big, above I- anyone above Stan Hope. You're like that guy's a fucking hack. No, good. Who's better? I, I grew up with Conan. Okay, I like Conan. You just said you hated him. I think he's gone a little soft. He but hates I think modern he's still, Conan. He's fucking, he's, I mean, but like he's always been soft. He's never been like edgy. No, but I, I mean, I just think like I he's think, not like, as good as the late night days. But he's yeah, that's what I'm thing. saying. That's but, what I'm saying. Okay, when was the show? last time you watched his show? You're basing that on I nothing. I watch it every night, dude. No, you I don't. Watch it you don't. I, I you set my DVR. You didn't watch any of it, and you're just reflexively saying it sucks because you feel like it sucks because he's old. I like it when he plays video games. I there. love that shit. Yeah, that's yes. funny. That's he just so did a sketch funny. where he bombarded a Zoom call for his millennial staffers. Very funny. Conan you're, is funny. I, I, I just do not endorse Conan. I just hate this. What, what, what makes you think Conan is bad besides his podcast with Hillary that he did? Who cares? <laughs> and a point for Robbie Goodwin. <laughs> I don't think Conan's bad. I just don't. I, I think the late night show was like his, his Zenith. And now we're in the nadir of Conan. Sure, but it doesn't mean he's bad. It doesn't mean he sucks. No. Right. He's not. Right. What, just because you're not as good as you were. I, I just hate all these people saying Conan sucks and they haven't watched it in fucking forever and they just reflexively I say I watched the episode where they say Conan sucks and they're like, I like Jimmy Kimmel. And it's like, yeah, really? that sucks. Oh, no, yeah, yeah. Kimmel's great. Kimmel, Kimmel's the best. But yeah. Conan... <laughs> like, if you if you actually make a point and i don't watch it every night but i still check in with his sketches listen to his podcast now and then he's still a fucking funny guy and it's like all these people I say can, like, tune in yeah it's the same as the people who like, say like you know oh that show sucks and it's like well when was the last time you fucking watched it you don't watch it yeah like i would like in college i would i, I made a point to always watch late night with conan o'brien right sure but and it's an not adult yeah. it's not that anymore for sure but it's still right it's still good it doesn't suck and like yeah and like if i see him on like if i'm like just like randomly searching through tv and i see that it's on i'll go to conan before i go to anything else it's, and like it, I'll, I'll still watch it it's still it's there's a comfort to that it's not the same as it once was but i mean nothing can 
go on consistently for for so long you eventually get diminishing returns no matter what level of talent right you are but exactly i think I mean, for what he puts out it's still good but yeah. you can't like your, your comedy has to change because you change as a person too do you guys it would think be weird likes us huh you think do you I guys think, think Zach yeah, likes us? Of course he does. Oh, is that what you're like? Is that why you're like kind of you look so distant, man? Yeah. Is that what you're worried about? Dude. First of all, I think like, like I, yeah. I love Zach, but I think that you're putting way too much importance on his opinion right now. No, I want and like I want, more than anybody. I want no, I'm kidding. No, he likes dude, he likes you. Don't 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 fucking sweat. <laughs> and the more that you think about whether or not he likes you, the less he'll like you because it'll Oh, now like, he's never gonna go out with me. Just yeah, well, just chill out, Don. He like he if he fucking did the podcast, of course he likes us. That's Jesus true. And like Christ. he stayed after five PM because like I kept like I remember like as it got closer to five, I was like, Okay, he's probably gonna try to like peace out soon, but he waited until like it, it felt like the podcast came to a genuine conclusion before he was like, I gotta get going. You're right. I'm in my head. Look, I haven't like been around anyone in three months other than this shit. This like virtual shit. So I feel we like I feel like I don't. I can't. No, he's a he's a he's one of he's a bigger comic. He's a comic that you know that you respect. He is a bigger comic. He's like three (laughs) fifty. No, you want his respect, so you want this to go well. I mean, this like he was fucking laughing a bunch. Don't worry about it, man. Just chill out. Yeah, man. He had a he had a fun time. If he wasn't, he would find like an excuse to have pieced out a lot earlier. He wouldn't have said anything. But he had like a good tag for literally almost every joke we put out. It it wasn't it wasn't Polk and uh, Jay just constantly hating us the whole episode. But it's you know. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I love those guys. I'm surprised they even did the show <laughs> as <laughs> disinterested as they were. Man, they hated us, dude. They, really they don't hate us, but they did the show and then never talked about Acted it. Acted like, yeah, did not even <laughs> like the tweets about it, which is like, damn, can't even hit us with a damn like. No, it'd be good, dude. Yeah. Hold yeah, on, let me know. say this, though. Jay White Cotton's new special, Jazz Funeral, is uh, one of the best specials I've seen in, in quite some time. Uh, truly, okay, this this sounds phony. Sorry. Uh, I I do want to say I consider Jay White Cotton to be almost like as re- good as Conan. Jay White Cotton's <laughs> jazz funeral. I, I almost very Conan esque. Yeah. Let me, let, hold on. Let me say this because I, I I do consider I consider Jay to be like a really like a close friend and almost like a mentor to me. Like he's he's like talked to me a lot about like comedy and just life in general. And his his new special, Jazz Funeral, is genuinely like one of the best I've seen in a while. I think while. we plugged it like every episode, Dalton. Don't worry about no, it. No, I haven't talked about it since we had him on. He, I'm I'm just trying to do a good thing for my friend. But this I, this isn't gonna work. This is how, all right. I'm sorry. Yeah, what don't, we, dude, have some fucking confidence, man. Fucking, you're a great guy. You're funny. No, d- you're good. Just you know, fucking Zach. How many how many fucking comics do the you know just just yeah just you know the just chill out, man. Everyone loves you. Relax. I'm not boy. really that worried. I just wasn't. Uh, I've been I've been dealing with some shit lately, so I just I wasn't particularly oh, right. on. I'm oh, withdrawing from opiates. Oh yeah, kratom. How are you yeah. doing? It sucks, man. Because it's like um, you go cold turkey, or you taper. No, off? I can't. Because I I tried going cold turkey yesterday. Like I didn't take any yesterday, and. I was doing fine up until around like six o'clock and then just my entire body started hurting. I started sweating and shaking. My nose started running. I was like genuinely dope sick. And like, I couldn't even like calm down. Like I was just like, just sitting in a chair 
like staring at the wall, just like rocking back and forth. It's Pray, funny, praying. You know, dope genuinely sick, praying to God. Dope sick sounds like such a horrifying thing, which is weird because, you know, you'd think it'd be like dope or sick or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it sucks. <laughs> it sucks. You know what sucks is like Kratom is on such the, like the low end of that spectrum. Like, it's not even a cool drug to be addicted to. Like, I'm not like Nikki Six. I'm just some fucking loser who got addicted to a like, fucking a nothing's cool. To, no one's cool because they're addicted no. to heroin. No, yeah, that dude. is very cool. Except it's not uh, cool to be addicted. I mean, you know what William I mean? S. Burroughs. Oh, no, no, no. You know what I mean? Like, those guys all have, like, war stories about heroin, which, yes, you're right. Being addicted to heroin is not cool. But those, like, those kinds of scars are, like, I don't know. It feels – I could – I'm probably Like, like the Joker. Yeah. There's, like, like a I, million – like, of, like, one story. The one story that glamorizes, like, the struggle with addiction, there's hundreds upon hundreds of stories of people not having – a story or not not beating it and then like for a lot of the people it's not a, a talent enhancer you know we hear about like these people that were talented and on drugs but i think they were talented in spite of the drugs i don't think it necessarily makes you like more or less talented That's it might weird. make you feel more comfortable but no they're yeah. all, well, I started all taking almost it. all comics are better when they're sober hold on i started yeah. taking it not because i was like trying to get high i, I genuinely deal with like chronic pain every day uh, because I was I was born with clubbed feet, so the bones in my feet are like pretty much done for. I've all, I, I'm starting to get osteoarthritis, and now like my knees are popping and clicking all the fucking time. My hips like it's like working its way up the rest of my body, and so like sometimes it's even hard for me to walk. And so I I found this stuff like how many years ago this was this stuff called kratom, which is pretty popular now. But at the time that I started taking it, it wasn't it wasn't something that like was a sponsor for every podcast and uh i got like yeah. really addicted to it Creative it turns out yeah well C cbd at least isn't addictive because it's pure snake oil it doesn't it's not real but kratom actually is like kratom I i'll say this about it. it does work like the unfortunate thing is like it works really well for what you're trying to accomplish if like you're trying to find some kind of like a holistic pain relief because it's like a natural it's not like a synthetic opioid. It's like, it comes from a plant directly, but it is super addictive. And I, I, I became pretty dependent on it. And so now I'm trying to like not be that way anymore and I'm suffering for it. And I was not as funny as I should have been on this podcast. You were funny, because... dude. Chill out. That's the, that, <laughs> your problem is that you don't, you, you are questioning things. I do the same thing. I question you know, if I want something to go, I question. And then you default to being like, ah, the worst possible version is what is true. I was bad and he hates me. No, it's fucking good. And he clearly likes you. Don't worry about it. I'm sorry, Rob. I'm going through withdrawals. So I'm, I'm trying to comfort you, bitch. Scenario. I, you know how, thank you, know, you. You know how hard it was for me to not say chronic Bane withdrawals in your Batman? <laughs> you know how hard that was for me not to say? Ah, my go ahead. Club. Why don't you riff out, riff out, Chronic Bane? Ah, I was born with clubbed feet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there any more? You merely adopted the, the Dalton. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Swear to me. Swear to me, I did well on this podcast. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sorry. I, uh, it's just been, no, it's been no. tough. It's been tough trying to kick this shit and like to try and deal with the withdrawals. I did something really fucking stupid. And I said, well, if I'm not going to like, cause I, I can't sleep if I don't take it. And my goal now is to not take Kratom. So I was like, well, what can I do to like, just go to sleep? And so I just I, like have been drinking, which is, Uh-oh. so now I'm like, and I'm not, it's not, it's not like I'm uh, doing what I used to where it's like, just drinking everything I could possibly find to black out. I was just like trying to go to sleep, but then, it, but then that's, then it's like, okay, so now I'm hooked on Kratom and I'm drinking and I was got, I got myself in like a pretty, like, like a mess right now. Yeah. That's um, a pickle. So anyway, Jay White Cotton's new special jazz funeral is very funny. I would say, uh, <laughs> um, I don't know what, I don't know what to say, oh, really. God. I'm sorry, I killed. You guys want to riff out some bits or something? Uh, let's let's you think of try some... to smoke weed. I know, like you've had like bad experiences before, but maybe if like you're in like a more, we could all go to like we could all go to Central Park. We could go on a nice day. We could smoke a joint amongst the three of us. It'll that be relaxing. Fun. We'll have some I... good music. I'll bring like a Bluetooth speaker so we can just listen to some chill music. We can go for a walk. Maybe we can even go swimming. That Dude, might, that Bob might Marley, work. I've heard that guy smoked weed. Yeah, I just man. don't want to. You know, the thing is, I don't really want to do anything anymore. Like, I'm sick of taking things. Like, I just want to be sober, but it's so hard. It's like that Tool song, sober. Everyone has a different approach to sobriety and finding it, dude. So, you'll just you'll, you'll figure out what works. If it's you know going cold turkey, if it's slowly weaning yourself off, it's trial and error. But like, everyone's different, and everyone's biological chemistry is different so you can't say like well this person did this and i'm not doing that so i'm fucking up it's just all right your chemistry is different from that person so what they did isn't necessarily going to work for you that's it yeah yeah i'd also maybe like try to find like a 12-step program or something because it's damn i I just realized i'm the Artie lang of this podcast yeah oh yeah absolutely you're like (laughs) god damn it you're like robin and then yeah robbie's like uh howard yeah I, I like, hey, uh, so, uh, who are you fucking there, uh, Joe? <laughs> Dude, when, we, when we're back oh, in... Oh, you can't say that, Robbie. You can't Joe, say that. Uh, Joe, when we're d- back d- in the same room together, we should, we should like, all ride the Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> we're the three people that most people would least like to see ride the Sibian. <laughs> Dude, just imagine that little that little clit bump on the Sibian. Just I, I, I come just thinking about riding on the <laughs> Sibian. Yeah. And we should like interview freak open micers like our whack pack, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's our stuttering John. Yeah. Honestly, that's what James Lewis Pontillo is. We could probably, John. yeah, stuttering James Pontillo. <laughs> stuttering James Pontillo. Dude, we got to get Freddie G on the show. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling Never. you. He always, that always has to be an outlier. He must only be spoken of. Dude, he might if be our whack. Gotta- Dude, Freddie G might be our whack pack, dude. He's like, well, if our, he's, he's, like, he's like if Beetlejuice had a bigger following than Howard Stern. That's, <laughs> that's what he's like. That's what he's like to us at this point. He really is. If Beetlejuice so was less physically appealing. and You want like to talk a, about somebody who went through the Hollywood trials. Ah, I got hooked on an Oxycontin partying too much. <laughs> it is, it's funny that we've talked so much shit about that guy. And it is, he's ostensibly like way more successful than us. No, he's is built he? a following. His videos have way more views than ours. 
Yeah. But at what well, cost? Actually, no. My views, I my some of my YouTube's up more than his, but he's 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 closing in. I actually have more followers on TikTok than him, and more views. <laughs> I have seven trillion views on TikTok. One trillion views. Yeah. Um, they said it's a viral. Too bad it doesn't mean anything. Well, have I just you said, seen? Like, watch this. Watch this TikTok video where I'm going to kill myself when I pull out a gun and I put it to my temple. Dave Temple. It, it's, it's yeah, Dave Temple. You're going to put a gun to your Dave Temple? I, I, put, a, I put a gun to my Stone Temple Pilots. How about that? <laughs> what was their song? I don't know, Stone dude. Temple <laughs> I was in the Vaseline. We all sometimes blows my mind. There was a bunch of bands from that era that just had this exact vocalist. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. Yeah. Uh, Madeline, <laughs> dude, I like, I like that. Dude, the new, the oh new, my wife hates me, dude. And I, so can't, no, no. I can't go to sleep in the box. <laughs> fucking Pearl Jam, Stone <laughs> Temple Pilots, fucking Alice in Chains, Creed, Creed, Creed. Uh, all these Nickelback. fucking bands, Nickelback, all hell never deal. Can't wait to go home. <laughs> uh, shit. Candlebox. Three doors down. Ah, kryptonite. Kind of. Hold on. Way. I will. I will say this: the new, the new Pearl Jam album is pretty good. Pearl Jam is the best of them, but I feel like it's it was, it was a Nirvana thing where it, it inspired a bunch of copycats that sucked. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of liked Alice in Chains a little bit, too. Alice in Chains is fucking sick, dude. Um, the man. Soundgarden, too. Same thing. Yeah. A lot of those weird... A lot of those... Uh, her, that voice. Uh, her, those, are, yeah. <laughs> those are good bands. Thinking once again. <laughs> I'm having a blast with this. God damn it. Yeah, dude. dude, that's a fun voice. Late, yeah, late. I, I love discovering better? a voice. Did you see Eddie? You saw the Twin Peaks season three, right? You see the yeah. episode with Eddie Vedder? Yeah, that was great. That was fucking crazy, dude. He, David Lynch put in a bunch of like awesome 90s, like uh, alt rock guys. Well, wasn't the, Trent Reznor in it? Each episode featured, yeah, well, the nine inch nails were in it. Oh, yeah. That, uh, Ladies and gentlemen, episode. the nine inch nails. Because up till then, it had been just like these indie bands that you never heard of, like real bands, but they were just like real big fish groups. In, <laughs> yep. Real and bands, they, like yeah, real there was big the skull episode. <laughs> yeah, they had this, Wait, the Twin Peaks I would love a episode. Twin Peaks episode that ends with like, ladies and gentlemen, the real big fish. Sell pick out. it up, pick it up, pick it up. <laughs> Sell out with me, oh yeah. Sell out with me tonight. There, there's all these fucking covers of Take on Me right now, but the best one is Real Big Fish's cover, man. True. They were I doing was, covers I was watching, of that before. I was watching videos of their live shows. Don't ask why. I don't really know why. But, They're fucking uh, great, Skull, man. Skull rocks. Skull they, dogs. Skull's Skull's fucking, they have huge security because so many people like state like crowd like ska shows get fucking rowdy. It's crazy. Yeah, surprisingly rowdy for like how upbeat and like comical yeah. the music is. Very nerdy. I did a show. Music. I did a show a few years ago in my college town, Denton, Denton, Texas, at this bar called the Abbey Underground. Abbey Rosenquist. In the comedy, Abbey Rosenquist. And the comedy show was sandwiched <laughs> between two bands. The first band was a band called Madeline. Uh, at the time, they were called Madeline Ska, but I think now they're just called Madeline. And then mm. the closing band was called Reggae News. 
And Ooh. so the comedy show was after the ska band, and then Reggae News ended up being just a Bob Marley cover band. One of the best shows I've ever done. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah that sounds awesome. Like, Could you feel love? Feel oh. love for twenty man. <laughs> hey, bruh, bruh. Dalton Pruitt. Like, yeah, ska is essentially like reggae. It's reggae for white people. Yeah. It's like well, it's- ska, well, no, because ska started as like a, it was like a black thing. Like it was started oh, in. Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, oh. I mean, like culturally, like it started in the same like region as reggae did, like with the. What's the big, oh, the yeah. ska, the lights. I guess it does have I very, think- no, I, I was kidding. I, I completely buy that. Yeah, and, and, but I just can't believe black people with, motherfuckers got a hold of it and started it, making yeah. it better. Superman you know, by Goldfinger. That is interesting. It feels like it, like the musically, if you take out the vocalists, ska sound is reggae meets jazz, two very black art forms. Yeah, but together they turn into like the whitest shit ever. It feels like, and I guess with the like, it's like. It's like fucking Reese's peanut butter cups or something. That's like, well, that's I mean, like, that's all fusion things. Like fusion is like a very white. Thing. Yeah. Like all white guys are like, okay. Like oh, white thing. Oh, wow. Look at that's good. That's good. Let's put them together. Oh, now that's music. Same with food. Asian fusion and like Mexican fusion yeah. is the whitest food ever. <laughs> Dude, there's, there's a restaurant near me. That's like a, there's a restaurant near me. That's a, like a Chinese Mexican pizza place. It's, well, like that sounds like Dalton. Oh, uh, okay. Hold on. Oh, I... oh, caliente. <laughs> yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to figure out the accent. Hold on, let me get it. Oh, hey, eh? uh... <laughs> Oh, you got that bat? <laughs> yeah. You want? You want that? Sl- <laughs> I can't even. I don't even know what it was. <laughs> <laughs> you want the? Yeah, you want the low me? You wanna, you wanna low mean or a slice of pizza? You know, it's funny that 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 cholo voice is like the defunct racist voice. But I've yeah. heard very, I know a lot of Mexican people in my life. I've never met anyone that talks like that. You never had someone talk like this, man? No, no, not really. It's it's more like really because like this it's is so like much, the only dude. time I hear people talk like this, man. It's like, is there a man? Mexican, you know, and like they're asking me for like money or they're asking me like whatever. All right, stop, like, we gotta stop the recording. <laughs> what? No, no man, like, hey man, I'm just chilling, man. Anyway, well, man, I gotta go. Like- I gotta hop on like the back of a truck, man. I gotta go take some jobs from his white people, but I'm gonna bring back like, Jose, man. He- he's like gonna be right out, man. I'd say most, oh, hey, um, most, Mexican, most of my friends, they kind of have like white voices with slight accents. I say, they're like, oh, come I met plenty of people that sounded like that back in Texas. Yeah, so so maybe it's more of like, like a southern Mexican thing. Yeah. Oh wait, let, okay. Let me try that one. Let me try that one. Okay, man. So like this man, is this how it sounds like with the adjustments, man? It yeah. sounds like more authentic, right? Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that's, that's real, man. You sound yeah. like the fucking bumblebee in The Simpsons. <laughs> By the way, that's how that's how chill Mexican people are with uh, uh, racism. Never Dude. a documentary about the problem with Bumblebee Man as opposed or like to like that every Italian in The Simpsons is either like an Italian, like like the fucking chef, the Italian chef, Willie, the dude. Yeah, yeah groundskeeper who's yeah. Yeah. Willie is a cartoon. He's like, all right, he's an idiot. He's like, he's a bumbling. At least Apu <laughs> like, is like kind of smart and sensitive. Uh, Willie is just a fucking well, retarded no, I mean, monster. He lives in a shed. He lives in his shed and he loves it. He's <laughs> <in> a rake. 
<laughs> I mean, look. Right? Wasn't so, there one where he like has to use haggis to like flush out the children from the vents or something? Yeah. Like that? And he's like, he has retirement lard in the in the school sink. And every Scottish person like they really got us. That's that. Like, that well, that's what's that's the thing is like, and rightfully so. Nobody gives a shit about white stereotypes. Like, if anyone was to make a fuss about that, they'd be like, shut up, you fucking shut the fu- Stereotypes are funny. <laughs> It happens to be my favorite stereotypes, the Italian stereotype. Thank God it's white. It's a white one. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Thank God Fat Tony's voice actor is, is safely secured in his job. Yeah, the problem with Fat Tony. Can you imagine if that even started to get that. off the hey, ground? Hey, the fucking this, hey, this guy talks like a fucking idiot. What's with this fucking guy? I don't talk like that at all. Well, that, Holy, that's I almost thing. spilt my fucking noodles and gravy here in the sky. <laughs> We're going to go show the fucking bat graining what for. We'll yeah, show him. We'll write him a We'll show him what it's like to be a fucking stereotype, huh? This is yeah. fucking hurtful. <laughs> I'd I mean, like to is, lodge a uh, formal complaint. Yeah, that is fucking Paulie in The Sopranos. That yeah. is like his yeah. whole thing. Do you like, see this stereotypical shit? Ah! <laughs> saying oh in front of a pork store is their version of blogging yeah man and it's yeah. funny because like apu is like of the simpsons he's like a scientist yeah he's, he's the only a, one that's like gainfully employed he has he's like a, a deep good character yeah. yeah he's like a deep like humane beautiful character he hangs out, yeah he hangs out with he hung out with like the beatles and ooh, shit ooh, he was like uh, and he, he was loves like, the quickie mark judgmental yeah. He's a small business owner. He's not just a guy who works at 7-Eleven. He's a small business owner who loves his business. Yeah. yeah. He, taught, he taught Lisa, like, it's important to have, like, your views, but not to force them on others, but just to... I don't know, guys. I think Apu is a deeply offensive caricature of a beautiful race of people. <laughs> uh, I Damn, agree. Dude. They could have been they more sensitive. Yeah. I mean, it's just the whole thing is that that show was grandfathered in the 80s. And like, so, yeah, there's going to be a bunch of dated shit in there. But it's also, I mean, well, it's, it's also it's a fucking all, cartoon. So who cares? Yeah. Yeah. It's like the damage is done. Hari Kondabolu won. And I think yeah. it's I think it's great that they just got rid of Apu rather than actually. <laughs> they were yeah, like, we'll idiot. just get rid of the character rather than give it to an Indian guy. That is a good <laughs> ass they just, like, they just so, like kill his character on screen. Such a power move. Like South Park with Chef. Fucking, that was he incredible. Gun down. Yeah. yeah. Well, did you see the South Park episode about all that? Yeah. The, the, oh, the about Apu. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Like, where they send him to Mr. Yeah, uh, Mr. Hanky gets like. Yeah, with Mr. Hanky. Yeah, I remember that. Dude, that was so fucking funny. That was good. Great shit. Yeah. This is where you go. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I I love the the the, the one where they uh, killed off Chef was so funny because it just had like no fucking reverence to their own show at all like they turned chef into a pedophile and like had him like shit his pants brutally as he died in a humiliating way like it's so and it's so good they they had no yeah there was no like tearful send-off or anything like that it was just like yeah we're gonna kill off this beloved character in like a horrifying way just to own the voice actor And like they, they clearly just edited previous clips together to make yeah. like the voice for him. Hello there, like, children. I, I, yeah. I love, I want to fuck children. <laughs> it was funny because Isaac Hayes, Isaac Hayes died like shortly after that, right? I yeah. killed him. He dead by then. No, he, he died like a few years later. Damn. Remember when Scientology was like a big problem? Now everyone's just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I think yeah. it's the one true religion. I agree. Now, Pretty Zenu. It won. Yeah. 
right, guys. It's you because of, religion, like, of all the fucking religions out there that have stupid shit and like stupid gods, at least with Scientology, you get aliens, which could exist. You get aliens? Or some of them, a, a white fucking Jewish guy named Jesus. You get some kids dressed like sailors to come clean your house. What's not to like, dude? Apparently, yeah, it's the, okay to have sex with kids. That sounds very erotic. You know, well, that's. Yeah. Joe, Joe says, I read this thing online that it's okay now. Yeah, it's cool. It's in. All right, guys. Should we bring this to a close? We've gone. No, we should, no, we should just keep going another hours. hour or so. You guys, want, yeah. you guys want to keep talking about video? I drama? feel like we might be able to like just <laughs> actually like split this into two different fucking pods, with one with Zach and one with us just talking. No, we could just release this one hour 41. I mean, th- th- it is funny how like... the first half of this part is talking about the Zach thing. <laughs> We can know, leave well, that in. It is it is funny how like if we if anything that I really am like a big fan of or, and care about comes up, I I do just become like deadly serious about it. Where I'm like, enough with the bits. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're fucking figuring it out, man. This is our first like good yeah. movie we reviewed, and it's like you know, there's it's hard to talk about it other than just like be you know critical and just like. Are a, we a movie podcast yeah. now? We are. Well, I kind of feel like the core well, boys at the out, theater. It's legal to gather up to ten people. Because some like veteran sued Andrew Cuomo, he was like, "I want a fucking barbecue," and he's like, "All right, fine." Uh, he's like, "You don't like the troops?" He's like, "Okay, it's legal. Anyone can do so." Now we can, we do can whatever legally now. we can podcast again. If you know, I can't believe it's Memorial Day and we're we're casting. We're, Why not? I mean, this what is how we do? on. Yeah, I, I kind of want to go outside, so maybe we should wrap this up. I already went for a jog. I gotta go outside. All, All right, guys. Anything to plug? No, until this Joe's quarantine works. Joe, don't you have no. a fucking open mic? Yeah, I host an open mic on Zoom now on Saturday night. So if you guys want, if you guys are bored, hop on, man. I got, I got links in all of my social media for it. Cool. Because um, I don't know where how to put a Zoom link in here without sounding dumb. But yeah, on uh, Saturday nights, guys, uh, 8 p.m. Eastern. Right. Thanks, everybody.